0: Troubleshooting difficult problems in a distributed system is something which is being done by uh, human programmers as of uh, today. While you could uh, explore uh, metrics and uh, alarms that uh, have happened while the problem has happened, it's often not a direct pointer to the cause of the problem. In this episode, we are going to look at uh, the paper which is named Fixed It For You, Protocol Repair Using Lineage Graphs. In this paper, Leonard Oldenburg, Xianzu, uh, Zhu, and Kamala ramos Bermian And Peter Alvaro, uh, all of them from the University of California, Santa Cruz, and the Texas University of Berlin, they explore uh, ways in which the computer could assist you and automatically suggest to you uh, where the area of the problem is and even suggest to you even the actual fix to this uh, distributed uh, programming problem, an actual fix on the code. So let's move ahead with this uh, paper. In this paper, the first acknowledged that uh, distributed systems are a very difficult problem and they're impossible to debug. And the existing tools that uh, we utilize today in order to resolve such uh, problems is simply not suited for uh, distributed uh, systems. The way they suggest to explore uh, possible solutions by the machine, by the computer to this uh, debugging and uh, troubleshooting is by exploiting the notion of what is called database provenance is another term from the past, like uh, SQL versus NoSQL, that we can find very helpful. And we are rediscovering it, just as uh, other distributed uh, programming concepts, which we tend to rediscover over and over. So database provenance is the notion of uh, databases that they uh, log all the origins of the data, the lifecycle of the data, so that you can trace exactly what is happening on the system and the data. The data is provenancing the lifecycle of uh, the logging of the events. So there claim is that the data provenance or the database notion of provenance would be appear to be a better fit for answering this sort of cause and effect question which arise during debugging, especially in a distributed system. And they propose a simple query language to express common debugging questions as expressions over the provenance graphs, which will folder explore. The problem with the debugging and troubleshooting distributed system is that we have long-running uh, computations uh, running on multiple independent machines. So it's not like a single process that you debug and you have partial uh, failures and unpredictable uh, delays that cause very difficult uh, issues and very serious and difficult issues to debug. And the conventional approaches for uh, exploring and debugging such uh, issues is a process-centric debugger. So the debuggers are focusing and assuming that you have a single process and you utilize it for distributed systems, which is of uh, little help. Because the actual problems, they span. They span space and time. They span multiple uh, machines and the time. So it's very difficult to pinpoint the problem. And once again, the databases, uh, databases do have this notion of space of time. They already spent uh, multiple uh, nodes and the databases also have the notion, as we said, of data provenance. Uh, And so in this paper, they say that they dust off all database ID, the database provenance. And so they take this uh, idea of database provenance and they uh, use it as the basis for their method of uh, troubleshooting. And they uh, further uh, develop it into a differential provenance, which we'll uh, discuss. They mention also in the paper that uh, especially they are of interest of the very difficult to find error of commissions. So you have error of commissions and error of omissions. An error of commission is an error that you have explicitly like uh, committed to the code. It exists in the code, but an error of omission is much more difficult because this is an error where you didn't develop the protocol uh, well enough yet. So let's say you didn't introduce a retry where you needed to introduce a retry. So you simply didn't write that code. And their claim is that they are able to pinpoint and uh, actually point you to the place where this omission is missing in order to fix the the debug, which is pretty mind-blowing. Like they they know which piece of code you didn't write. Actually, with all these uh, bombastic terms like uh, of omission and uh, database uh, provenance, it's a pretty simple idea. The the idea in the paper is pretty simple. They check in the paper, what do all successful runs have in common? And they build a graph. So you have the executions of uh, your application and you report uh, the execution into a single graph, like a single uh, graph which represents the execution points and the data that transfers, and you build a graph from it. And then you ask the question and they formalize it in a program of what do all successful runs have in common? In addition, they built a query language in order to constrain the, pro- the program, so just like you write a test, then tests are like constraints on your program where you say, "I know that if A happens, then B needs to be happened." So assert B. You start with uh, with uh, creating the state A, and then you try to assert state B. So the same thing with their query language. They uh, say that if I write something, let's say for the on the master, then I need to get the acknowledgement. For example, in some specific system, only after it was uh, acknowledged by all the slaves or some particular number of the slaves so this is their constraint the definition where they are able to uh, detect the bugs so in the paper they actually introduced this uh, query language named nemo where they introduce the constraint And they take, for example, a buggy program, which is a primary backup replication, which we have just said that uh, the arc is returned to the client before the message was written to the slaves in case we need it. And this is a violation of the correctness expectation, just like a violation of your uh, tests. And now let's suppose that uh, the programmer was able to find this bug during a test, and he was even able to reproduce it. The problem is now how to find the root cause, how to find the the the, the exact line of code or the, the, the origin of this problem. You see a problem, okay? You see that uh, you don't get the right data back when you ask the database, but how do you know what? exactly happened what caused it so you start with the laborious work of going through the metrics going through the alerts and grabbing the logs from all the nodes or attaching uh, legacy debuggers to each uh, node which would not help you because those are process centric uh, troubleshooting uh, tools and the all that you have had happened across space and time so now what they do, the method they do is because they utilize the database provenance, they wrote the events of what happened at each node and uh, what was the source of the data, they actually take the difference between successful and failed provenance graphs. Imagine that you are drawing a successful run graph, this method, they receive this data, and the data was moved to this node and this node returned an acknowledgement so so you write a graph with all these uh, with all this lifecycle that happened to your uh, actual uh, data and then you compare it to the graph of the failure uh, running of the software and you compare and you take the diff the difference between these two uh, graphs and with this difference on the graph you'll be able to find the arrow of uh, commission so the case was simple we started with database provenance we logged all the events of where did the data came from what who returned and the core or not and then we compared the successful run into a non-successful run in an automatic uh, way. And then we took the difference between these uh, two graphs and we got back a correction. We got back that uh, pointing us to the place. Of course, this does not work in 100% of the cases, but uh, it has uh, some working. Now, the question that they further ask, but this was an error of commission where we committed an error. Could we also find in the paper an error of omission, which means that we didn't uh, commit the code. The code does not exist. The code to fix the problem does not exist. It's not some code that we uh, committed. So they uh, further assume that uh, we have a system uh, where messages uh, could be uh, lost, which is called the omission fault model, and processes can fail by crashing, but it does not exhibit the Byzantine behavior. The Byzantine is where nodes lie. So it's a pretty trusted system, but uh, the system can crash. Some nodes can crash and some messages can get lost in the network. And now they ask, could we find the error of omissions with uh, our system of uh, graph comparison? For that purpose, what I said is that Uh, we need to remember that we don't only have the database uh, provenance, we also have the set of uh, rules that we have uh, imposed on the system. So we said that uh, if a write is acknowledged at client A, they must be durably stored at all live replicas. So the provenance is not enough, but they also need the, the actual queries over these graphs and the actual a testing so they actually need the limitations in order to detect the error, and this would also not be enough. So we start with database provenance, we impose a set of rules in order to find the omission uh, problem, and then what they do is that they take not only a single a success graph, but multiple success graphs. So now they have multiple success graph. Each one varies one from another, but because not each successful run looks the same in the graph. So they take them and then they take the common part and then they do the difference of the faulty uh, graph. And then together with the constraint, they manage to pinpoint what is actually Uh, missing, uh, the missing uh, retry, and why do they find it? Because in the successful runs, in similar successful runs, there was some um, cases where the nodes were responding. So now they see that a node was not responding or something because in multiple successful runs, the node was responding and now not. So now it, this was the failure, so they are able to deduce that we need here a retry in order to make sure that uh, the node responds. Because we have the set of constraints that tells us that we need to get an ACK from the node, but we do not get an ACK from the node. So they are changing the program to ensure that the statements in the difference is always executed in a sufficient way to repair the bug. But how should the programmer do so? So if, for example, the bug involved an uh, unhandled exception in the code through threw the exception, then it's likely to be close to the unexecuted statement in the difference that didn't handle the exception. So when they have more than one successful run, which is uh, available, then we can take this uh, idea of extensions based on the differential provenance one further step. We can not rely only on one successful run, but on multiple successful runs and check what is common in between these multiple successful runs. And in, for example, in our case, the common part would be the retry or the exception handling. The next thing they did in the paper was to validate the debugging strategies using real-world bugs so they have the project which is named the tax dc which is a collection of uh, distributed uh, concurrency bugs and it labels those bugs and categorize those bugs so it's some kind of a corpus of uh, bugs for distributed applications for example a bug which existed in uh, Hadoop which is called MR2995 state transition uh, bug it is a local logic state transition bug and uh, Hadoop was prone to crash when it received an expiration instruction for resource while it was still initializing. And uh, there was no protocol level change that uh, their uh, scripting language, their query language Nemo could generate to fix this actual uh, root cause. So they have uh, fallen back, Uh, Nemo actually, their query language fallen back, two differential provenance in this case, and it identified the first program statement that fired in a successful execution, but failed to fire in the faulty uh, execution, the completion message indicating that the initialization has succeeded. The programmer would need to rewrite this line of code to either ignore the expiration message or delay its uh, processing. In conclusion, the paper Fixed It For You Protocol Repair using uh, Lineage Graphs by the University of California and the University of uh, Berlin. In this paper, they have explored how you could uh, use database uh, provenance and also a query language which is like the spec of how the application should work. You create the graphs of the successful run and of the non-successful. You compare the point that failed during the query language where you impose the restrictions, and then you take the difference in between the successful and the non-successful, and you are able to detect both commission problems, which is an error that you have actually committed to code, and omission problems, which is like, a retry that you fail to commit to code or a verification that all the slave nodes has received a message. This is a very interesting paper for a future work which would help uh, programmers in distributed uh, machines problem solving.